Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Sensemaker Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, a question asked by a coroner who was charged with looking into the death of a child. How, in the UK, in 2020, does a two-year-old die as a result of exposure to mould? Awab Ishak was a toddler with a big smile. His parents said he was full of laughter and liked to joke around. Awab's parents had come to live in the UK from Sudan in 2016, and he was born a couple years after. There's a picture of him on his second birthday, with a cake that's almost bigger than him. Just days after it was taken, in December 2020, Awab was rushed to hospital with breathing problems. He went into cardiac arrest and died. The coroner at his inquest heard that mould had been a problem in the flat where he lived. Awab's father had complained to the building's owners several times, but he'd been told by Rochdale Borough Wide Housing just to paint over it. But after Awab was born, the mould became more severe and his parents got increasingly worried. He was always ill with a runny nose, a cough, or repeated respiratory tract infections. His father kept complaining and the family asked to be rehoused. A health visitor even came to inspect the mould but nothing was done despite them raising concerns. Photographs of the property show a thick, black, tar-like layer covering the ceilings and the walls. Every room was riddled with it, including where Awab slept. Nothing was done to deal with it before Awab died. His family wrote a statement after his death, which their lawyer read outside the court in the pouring rain. The past two years have been grueling. When Awab died, our lives changed forever. So let's go back to that question asked by the coroner in Awab's case. How could this happen in 21st century Britain? Awab Ishak's family did all they could to try and help their son. They repeatedly outlined the issues with the flat. The ventilation was so poor that damp and mould were inevitable. There was nothing more that they could have done. During his short life, Awab would have spent every day breathing in the mould's deadly spores. A post-mortem found fungus in his blood and lungs. In his parents' statement after the coroner's verdict, read by their lawyer, they said their son died because of racism. We have no doubt at all that we were treated this way because we are not from the country and less aware of how the systems in the UK work. Awab lived in a building managed by Rochdale's biggest social housing provider. Rochdale Borough-wide Housing. They did come and inspect the flat a few months before Awab died, but they didn't do any repairs. Instead, the mould was put down to the family's lifestyle. Workers who came to inspect the property saw a bucket in the bathroom along with the wet floors and saturated walls. They assumed the family were using the bucket to carry out ritual bathing. 
But the inquest's findings were clear. There was no evidence at all for that claim. The dampness was caused by the building's poor ventilation. In their statement, the family were clear. Stop discriminating. Stop being racist. Stop providing unfair treatment to people coming from abroad who are refugees or asylum seekers. Stop housing people in homes you know are unfit for human habitation. Richard Blakely, the official in charge of upholding housing standards, agreed. I think there's been a 40-year culture uh, in the social housing sector uh, amongst landlords that has sometimes seen, and indeed amongst private landlords, that has sometimes seen uh, reports of damper malt dismissed too lightly, kind of blamed on the residents' lifestyle choices. It's unfair, it's patronising, it's stigmatising, and it can impede proper action. In a statement, Rochdale Borough-wide Housing admitted they had made mistakes. We did make assumptions about lifestyle, and we accept that we got that wrong. We'll be implementing further training across the whole organisation. We abhor racism in any shape or form, and we know that we have a responsibility to all our communities. In her report, the coroner said Awab's death should be a defining issue for the housing sector. But will anything change? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Michael Gove, who is the cabinet minister responsible for housing, said he was outraged when he heard about Awab's death. It seems to me inconceivable that the chief executive of a housing association um, earning, um, you know, north of £150,000, who's responsible for decent homes in Rochdale, the fact that they did nothing and hid behind procedure, I mean, honestly, it beggars belief that this guy is still in office. The man he's referring to is Gareth Swarbrick. He was paid £170,000 in the year that Awab died. And after Awab's inquest, he was under huge pressure to step down but try to resist. I want to start by saying how sorry I am to Awab's family for their loss. No apology will ever be enough. Having spoken to the board, I can confirm that I will not be resigning. It was only when Michael Gove publicly said he should resign that the Housing Association decided to remove him from his post. But one man losing his job isn't going to fix the problem. The National Housing Federation estimates that one in five children are currently living in overcrowded, unaffordable or unsuitable homes. Awab and his parents lived in a property owned by a housing association, which isn't run for profit. Many more families live in homes owned by private landlords who are making money and can evict them whenever they want. Awab's family were able to complain without the fear of being kicked out, but others will think twice before raising concerns. Attempts to end what's known as no-fault evictions have so far failed. It's hoped that Awab's shocking death will prompt much-needed reform. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Rebecca Moore. All episodes of Tortoise's series Pig Iron are out now wherever you get your podcasts. In it, Basha Cummings explores the life and death of a young reporter called Christopher Allen, 
who was killed on the front line in South Sudan. But hours after his death, the story about who he was and what he was really doing there splintered. So along with Chris's cousin Jeremy, Basha investigates what took him there and why. To listen, search for Pig Iron on your podcast app or click on the link in this episode's description. The Sensemaker Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.